This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2023, where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get your favorite drinks delivered today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the pilot episode of Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than just an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail recipes. We invite our listeners to bring out their inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. As always, well, I guess uh, for the first time, I'm your host, Anthony. I am your mixologist, Pedro. And I am your music expert, Ryan. And are we uh we're all good with those titles? We all we all feel like Sure. Somewhat. <laughs> I like purveyor of fun and inebriation. No, we... I'm gonna use mixologist because it sounds better. Although I never <laughs> actually went to mixology school. Can we fit all yeah, I and mean, I don't think we can fit all that on a uh on a business card. Yeah. The cards have already been printed. <laughs> I, uh, it's been established. <laughs> I like, I always like what Henry Rollins says. He always says, fanatic, I am an expert, not a fan. Or I'm a, he says, I'm a fan, not an expert. Oh, I like that. Which one? Which is a humble, humble way. Yeah. Which that? Which way? Is it fan, not expert or expert, not fan? I'm a fan, not an expert. Great. I'm a fan of alcohol. Well, I think we are all here doing what we love most, which is getting drunk and listening to music. I mean, you can't listen to what we're listening to because uh, copyright and all that. And Ryan would know more about that, wouldn't you, Ryan? I think I may. 
So let's uh, let's get underway. I, I mean, um, a little bit about us, a little bit about me. So I work in the audio field, not doing this. This is my first podcast. Um, but I work on movie sets recording sound, and I also uh, write for Atwood, which is why I'm sitting here with, with you lovelies today. What about you, Pedro? What do you do? I am an actor. Um, I do film, uh, television, and uh, voiceover acting when I'm lucky enough to do so. Um, and I really enjoy make, mixing, uh, mixing cocktails. It's funny you bring that up. I remember the first time I thought, like, Pedro could be the one who does this is when we were at our friend's house and you made that rainbow shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's like, that's one of my favorite party tricks. Um, yeah. Because people are so mesmerized by it, but it's super simple. It's it's amazing. For those of you who don't know what a rainbow shot is, look it up and it'll look like every college party you've ever been to. It's so dope. You want to impress people? That's how you do it. So, a little bit about me. Um, I work in the music licensing field. My job is basically getting songs placed in films, TV shows, ad, and any kind of media, really. Um, and I DJ from time to time. Uh, bar mitzvahs, uh, funerals, um, brisses, um, <laughs> sweet sixteens. You hear that? Um, Home so foreclosures. <laughs> you name it. What uh, What's your DJ name, Ryan? You know what? I haven't really chosen... A name. I um, I'm a, I'm a curator. No, I'm a, <laughs> I probably just go by my name usually. I don't have a fun fun one to put on a flyer per se. Nothing that you're hanging up at the synagogue. Um, not at the synagogue or the <laughs> um, or the cemetery. No, not quite. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Huge, hugely inspired after that Nathan for You episode where he had the guy advertise in the pet cemetery. <laughs> we have to think in bold ways, and so, um, but yeah, basically, I'd say it's um, trying to figure out how to pair music with um, with visual and find the right right placements for artists and such. So basically, we are the most qualified people to do this right here. Yeah, I defy you to find someone else. Yeah, I mean, don't please don't. <laughs> no, don't. It took us so long to get here. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that tunes and tumblers works is basically tunes and tumblers is a bar it's our bar but in order to get into the bar we have to show our bouncer our ids oh yeah usually well hopefully in the future we will have a guest and we will be able to point out how ridiculous their license looks but for now let's swallow our pride and and pass to the left oh my gosh so oh wow <laughs> Wait a second. I passed Peter's and now I, I still have mine. <laughs> Wait, did that was a huge, a huge, oh, okay. huge so mess up. Because I, I have Anthony's and right. Anthony I mean, I, is a, a wee child in this photo. I was 22. Was oh I? God. Like, I was so, there's so much promise and hope in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Where'd it go? What happened? <laughs> Los Angeles happened. Got it. That's fair. That's, That's where totally we all fair. are. So I'm going to paint a picture for, for everyone listening. Um, I was just given the, uh, the license of, of Ryan, and I would have to say, based on this alone, I would not let him into my bar. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a troublemaker. He looks like that guy who's about to go to the jukebox and put on nothing but crossfade. And, <laughs> and defy anyone to change it <laughs> you were, we were at you guys were at that bar with me where where there was almost a confrontation with that guy I oh think, yeah because i asked him to play or i said who would who would play this or what kind of 
What were we what listening to? What kind of idiot to? would play that? It was like uh, a lonely remember, island. He's I just remember Ryan was island. totally right in his feeling that it was bullshit because it was. And the guy <laughs> goes, and he goes, "Well, I did." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And that was that. <laughs> you had. To I bought him. There. I bought him a drink. You I bought really, him. Oh, that's I right. I did the right thing. So, uh, listen, I do the right thing. I don't always say the right thing, but I do the right thing. Yeah, what sucked is like he didn't touch the beer. He did. No, he, he did not. Touch I mean. It. A, Honestly, great move on his part. He yeah. did not accept the gift. He move. stood by Lonely Island, which I don't know who would die on that hill. But <laughs> someone, I, uh, I really hope that somebody tweeted Andy Samberg after that incident and said, you have fans everywhere, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I stood up for you. <laughs> yeah, rejecting free alcohol, man. That's that's a that's big of a person. Well, why don't we, um, you know, move away from, from me, you know, and uh, <laughs> let's move on to Pedro here. Damn it. Because, man... You, you know, like you, you look like you have gray hair on the bottom of your, somehow like the colors look, are kind of strange on this one. My beard was so thin. Yeah, it was thin. You look, um, you look like you have hope and promise. I wouldn't say that's gone away from you. Maybe it's gone away from Anthony. It was makeup. You have... I, did, I got a lot of makeup done that day. <laughs> I also oh, did thought... you get makeup in order to go to your DMV photo? No, <laughs> no, but I was like, I was ready. Like I didn't, I, I, I made the appointment a long time in advance. I knew what I was going to wear. You were trying to get headshots with them and two basically. Yeah, I just wanted to like you know <laughs> scan in my ID and send it out to Hollywood. Yeah, no, I was ready that day. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't fuck around with a DMV photo. Are are we all done making fun of each other? Are are we ready? Yeah. Okay. So. so we're gonna assume that the bouncer was like, yeah, okay, you guys are over twenty one. He's disappointed, but he's letting us in. Yeah. <laughs> um. So here we are in the bar. Uh, we need. DJ DJ Briss to put on something for us. <laughs> DJ, DJ Briss. <laughs> oh God, Ryan, why don't we uh, tell us what we're listening to today? We are going to be listening to the Maggie Rogers album. Heard it in a past life. Ooh, tell us, tell tell me more. <laughs> you know, I and this is an interesting one because I know I'm I'm supposed to be the expert, but Anthony knows quite a bit more. I'd say on this, but um, this is an album from an artist who's who's really exploded in the last few years, mostly due to a track called uh, Lights On. I believe that was the big one for her. A uh, montage-ready track, if I've ever heard one. Um, she got her start by playing a song for Pharrell Williams in, a, I believe, an NYU masterclass of some kind. That's correct. It's like the Bradley Cooper being on Inside the Actor's Studio and asking a great question. It was like, you know... That's not how he got mm. discovered, but it's what he <laughs> made me think of. <laughs> So um, let's see, how do, we, how do we even describe this album? It's got so much going on. Um, there's, so many, there's so many different layers to it. It's a very vulnerable album, but also uplifting at the same time. Uh, I was very touched by this album. And, you know, you kind of have your Fleetwood Mac-esque ballads on it. Um, and I don't know, how would, you, how would you describe this genre? It's hard to pin down. And Are we I in a genreless time? I think like that's exactly the point that uh, I want to get to later. Um, what really drew me to Maggie Rogers and made me want to write about um, this album, which which I did uh, for Atwood, uh, like and subscribe, um, <laughs> uh, is just that she is a person who takes things that you would um, typically find elsewhere. Like she grew up in folk music. Um, she was a banjo player uh, writing banjo music at NYU. Um, and then mixing in like pop loops and, and kind of getting into um, 
Euro house a little bit and kind of blending it into something that doesn't really sound like anyone else. And mm-hmm. I think that's why she's exploded in such a big way. And you watch that video and Pharrell is sitting there and he's like, wow, what is this? Mm-hmm. What am I listening to right now? And he was completely blown away. And I think a lot of people were too. And that's why we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. To get a reaction like that from someone like Pharrell. Yeah. It's like insane. Also, can we talk about how Pharrell has not aged a day since 2002? Oh, yeah. Has he's he... the real Paul Rudd. I mean, people talk about <laughs> He's supposedly <laughs> the guy who doesn't age. Pharrell he's the Paul Rudd does of music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to see him at at uh, at a concert later this year, and um, you're yeah. going together. <laughs> I'm going to try to get backstage and be like, "Where's the fountain of youth? You have to tell me." <laughs> you go back there, and he's just like drinking young blood out of a chalice. No, it's it's probably more of a uh, um, a a prestige situation where after every show, he just gets split in two. And... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, the next clone gets drowned after every show. I mean, there can he, only be one. <laughs> he, uh, there's a great video I'd recommend everyone to find. It's somewhere out there. It could be on a weird uh, secondary video site. Daily Motion. But someone's, yeah, Daily Motion. <laughs> or, uh, hey, don't sneeze uh, at Daily Motion. Uh, I had a short featured on the cover of Daily Motion <laughs> 10 years ago. The cover. Not, sne- not sneezing. The cover of it. Uh, they have a uh, the, companion the, magazine. <laughs> they have a zine. Do you mean the you homepage? <laughs> I don't internet very well. Follow me on Twitter, guys. I have 50 followers. Yeah, be sure to go check out the article online. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and, and go to your local library and pay 50 cents to go on the internet. Find one of those TVs with the keyboards in front of them and, and see what you can do. Um, but yeah, I, this video you must watch if you can, if it's still out there. As someone, I don't know what's going on, but they're checking out his apartment. And he's showing off like his bed sheets, his like Versace bed sheets, and he is also saying he's listening to Stereolab, Dots and Loops, and he's talking about how great it is to receive fellatio too. And he does like the head movement to it. Listeners, you can't see what I'm doing with my head. Let me assure <laughs> oh, let me assure oh, you. Lucky that um, <laughs> Yeah, you're you're lucky. But it's a fantastic video. And he looks the same as now. Mm. And it's probably a decade ago, I'd say. So anyway. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've... Bottom line is Pharrell is timeless. Yeah, <laughs> and now is. I've got the image of 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 that in my head. <laughs> uh, let's move on. <laughs> so we need a good drink to go with this genreless album. Something I'm thinking something that we uh, we we take something classic and we I don't know give a spin on it. But that's not my area of expertise. Pedro, what I, are we drinking today? I got this. Um, all right, so what I've got for you is a Lavender Collins. Anyone out there who drinks gin knows what a Tom Collins is. It's a classic drink, tasty. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to throw some some lavender syrup in it. And listening to Maggie Rogers' album, you know, she's she's got this very earthy vibe. It's almost like a trippy walk through the woods. Um, so we're taking something like lavender, which is an herb that's like all about healing. Um, it's been associated with love and romance. Um, and I think it goes really perfectly with this. So we would throw that into a classic drink like a Tom Collins and it's going to make something new, something very fresh um, and something that's going to help sort of heighten the experience of this album, I think. Um, so it's it's really simple. You take uh, you take some gin, some soda water, some lime juice um, and uh, and some lavender syrup. And if you go online, there's a recipe for that. Um, which Anthony has provided. Oh yeah, uh, go to uh, atwoodmagazine.com. Mm-hmm. dot com. 
slash TNT3. You know what? We're just going to put the link in the description. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, check out the recipe online. I think it, I think it's, uh, you know, try, try out, you know, some stuff with it yourself. But the homemade lavender syrup is really going to bring it home um, if you do that. Um, so, yeah, you throw it in there. And gin is a very aromatic, uh, very flavorful liquor. Um, and, you know, you throw lavender in there. It's only going to make that like 10 times better. Um, and if you're not usually a gin drinker, you can't really go wrong with, you know, the basics. Tanqueray, Hendrix are great. My personal favorite is uh, our gins from the St. George Distillery. That's not a plug. I just really like them. Uh, Sponsor us, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so check out the recipe online. It's it's going to fill, you know, comparing it with the album is going to really like fill at least, you know, four of your five senses, I think. Ooh, what's the fifth one? Is that... Uh... I mean, you can't. Well, like, it looks pretty cool. Like, <laughs> oh, it sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. It's gonna smell good, taste awesome. It's gonna look yeah, fine. I, I don't know if you can. If you want to just like, I mean, you can touch it if you want. That's yeah, gonna be I, weird to put your hands in the drink or whatever. I'll be able to touch it with my tongue. Um, I mean, I guess our listeners at this point they can just hear it, and and this is what it sounds like. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds yeah. great. <laughs> um, well, cheers, guys. Cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah. All right, so, you know, we got our drinks. We're, we're kind of fresh off of uh, Maggie Rogers right here. I kind of want to talk a little bit about musical alchemy, and this is something that um, I read briefly about when I was um, getting into um, taking notes for this podcast here. Um, just taking these elements that you wouldn't see going together and throwing them into a mix and, and Ryan you were saying genreless music mm-hmm. nowadays like who do you have that you listen to that you would consider genreless ooh that's an interesting question yeah um there's no one jumping out at the top of my mind per se but i feel like genres are just blended so effortlessly now that it just feels like that's the inevitable future of it mm-hmm. you know that there's so much you know cuz that Genres were like a, a label historically, like a way just to market market stuff by the labels. It was sort of these kind of made up mm-hmm. thing. AOR album oriented rock. I mean, what does that even mean? Right. <laughs> but so it's kind of exciting to imagine a future without that and not having to worry about being lumped in anything. So it's um but yeah, who's an artist like that? It's a great question. This is not one that's incredibly well known or in relation to the sound of Maggie Rogers per se. But someone I'd say maybe is The Garden. If you guys that's, haven't heard The Garden, were you thinking The Garden? That's exactly who yeah. I was thinking. They're playing Coachella. Um, two twins from Orange County making just completely bonkers. I mean, I I can't even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but this is not a garden podcast, nor a gardening podcast. Um, we're talking, we're talking something else. But um, it's yeah, um, it's very interesting that you said that we're moving in that direction and. Uh, I was, so I went over to my girlfriend's place last night and um, she was in the middle of making a uh, a playlist specifically for a rom-com set in the early 2000s. And she's pulling like all of this empowering, like female singer songwriter music from the time. So, you know, you have your Ashley Simpson, your yeah. Kelly Clarkson, your Michelle Branch and Vanessa Carlton. And it's just like, it's very apparent that like we were still in the era where everything was like guitar driven music. We didn't really have a whole lot of sampling going on. Um, it felt very rigid. I mean, it's still great music. Like I listen to that stuff and I get a real feel for 
for the time period. But I think now, like, music is becoming, uh, I don't want to say more interesting. Music has always been really interesting. But it's just getting into a place where I part of the enjoyment of it is figuring out what's going on. And I think you can really get that in and heard it in a past life. Like, I, I listened to it, like, five times mm-hmm. coming here. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a great album, guys. I agree. I totally agree. No, I, I think that's dead on. It's it's sort of indescribable. And at the same time, it's also very familiar. It's got a lot going on that you that you kind of know, but it's put together in a completely new way. And, like, I was really impressed with it because there's clearly a lot of ideas she's got going on. But the way she puts it all together, it doesn't sound like it's it's not like she was trying to get too much in there. Like it's very controlled. It's very um, precise. And it's it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like too much. It's great. And like it's new. It's fresh. And yet somehow I still felt kind of nostalgic when I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of the the feelings that, that are coming through that she's got in there. Like I remember all that. Like she's. She's coming from a very specific place and a very specific time in her life. And I love that. I'll be honest, I didn't really have to look up a whole lot about her at all. I heard it all in the album and it's all I really needed. Right. Um, and I love that. It's so well done. I mean, her backstory is pretty interesting, too. Yeah. Like, did you did you guys by chance check the uh, the, the masterclass video that Ryan was bringing up? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, her, her professor was just fascinated with her. Like... <laughs> Oh, what do you hear? What do you hear this whole thing? But yeah, growing up playing banjo music and then taking a year abroad and just like getting really into the club scene and coming back and being like, I have to write this music now. Mm -hmm. It's folk music that sounds like it. it, I mean, well, it's not really folk music. I'm right. (laughs) It's hard. Well, like it's it's hard to describe it. Like you need these things that you actually know to like sort of get across. But it's channeling some of that a little bit for sure. And I think there's like a theme of kind of mining one's past. And I think that comes through in her own memories and emotions um, lyrically, but also in the music a bit too. And it's kind of like reaching out and grasping things, but it's all kind of ephemeral, not being able to really grab onto it. Absolutely. And it's an interesting, um, some interesting feelings, very evocative stuff. Like I think of um, the song, um, I believe it was called, um, oh boy, what's it called? (laughs) Past Life. Past Mm -hmm. Life I think is a great example on it one of the strongest ones, which is sort of like a Stevie Nicks-esque kind of ballad, I would say. That's the one that just sort and of I'm, pops out with just piano, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that feels, um, yeah, that feels like one of the one of the highlights for me, mm-hmm. personally. And there are a lot of highlights, too. Oh, uh, yeah. The one that I've got on repeat is, is uh, a, a couple of them. Um, Give a Little. Uh, it's oh, yeah. the album opener. Very, very poppy. Kind of like brings you into it. Gets you really excited. I really like all the falsetto swoops that she's got going mm-hmm. on. Like it kind of, you know, you're, you kind of ride it like a roller coaster. And then the one at the end, um, back oh. in my body, that feels like a, a Florence and the Machine type anthem. And it's all about empowerment. It's about finding yourself. And it's about once you find yourself, being able to give of yourself to others to have empathy. And I think that's why I like, singer songwriters a lot you get like a real sense of depth from what they want to say yeah what they have to say i'm not here to like shit on pop music i love pop music but it it feels like in a big way that's like the most intimate music that i listen to is someone who wrote 
from their heart and gave it to us. I don't know. Maybe I'm drunk. Maybe there's some good. There's like a pop sensibility running through it for sure. I mean, a couple of like lights on is like designed to. I mean, that's a pretty anthemic, you know, song. I feel like, and yeah, she certainly crossed over in a big way at this point. Absolutely. No, I think um, I think Anthony's definitely onto something there. Like, it is. I mean, it's a it's a great album to listen to. Like, just it's catchy, but her who she is comes through in all of it. It's Mm -hmm. very evident. Like, it's super rich with um with her it's it's not just a music it's not just an album for like the sake of like just making some music it's she had something to say a journey to go on and the way it's laid out like you said uh, back in my body is like such a victorious like end mm-hmm. to the album i loved it i thought it was really great yeah well um i kind of wanted to talk just a little bit about the way genre works right now, not even specific to Maggie Rogers. I watched this video the other night. Um, have you guys heard of the, uh, the old town road challenge that's going on right now? It's like a, it's Mm. like a Harlem shake thing. That's popular with the kids. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this artist right now called Lil Nas X and he, he's a trap musician Mm -hmm. and he's got this song called old town road and it makes reference to you know being on on your tractor and and like i don't know i guess there's like a horse involved somehow <laughs> i i didn't listen to it at, at at any great length but the challenge goes like they start listening to the song and they're dancing and then they jump up and down and suddenly they're in flannel and like cut off shorts and they're like a cowboy and he's got like the southern drawl and so <laughs> billboard categorized or not billboard uh itunes categorized it as country music and boy did that make country music fans upset (laughs) (laughs) like but the thing is i think that these boundaries that everyone is just you know so intent on preserving like those they're gonna go away like i i don't even look at genre when i'm downloading music anymore yeah I always hate, like, especially when you're listening to music now and someone's like, well, what kind of music is it? Like, is it pop? I'm like, a little, I guess. I don't know. I I, I always, like, um, Ryan, when you're always, like, trying to, like, you know, sell artists and stuff at work and everything, you kind of have mm-hmm. to give it, like, some sort of a log line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, totally. And that's totally, like, just how it goes now, which I like. I think it's I think it's cool. I think that people, I think it's great that, you know, so many artists are choosing not to worry about boundaries in music anymore. Putting you on the spot, Ryan, what's a log line to sell Maggie Rogers to a client? Oh, that's a hard, uh, that's a hard one. You know, I'd say it's, um, let's say it's, um, the music you hear when you're walking into the woods to try and find, um, carvings that you made on a tree when you were younger. Um, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> that's and not really a log line. <laughs> and Nissan is like, this. yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. You know, I would probably need, uh, I'd probably need a minute to do that. That's a great question, though. Um, uh, you know, someone on her team has done that already. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the work. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, she, uh, yeah, she's she's somebody who's who's, I mean, we've touched on it a bit. She's somebody who's blending the future and the past. I mean, the album title is almost like a log line in and of itself. It almost sounds like something someone would say after hearing it. It's like, oh, I've heard the, I heard this in a past life. I yeah. mean, they'd, or they'd say it in a whimsical way 
<laughs> you know, that's kind of funny. Um, and uh, so that's almost sort of how you would sell it in some way, I guess, um, in that in that regard. It honestly, um, sounds like something one of my exes would say, like coming out of a Reiki healing session. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Um, and that's why they're your ex. Oh, no. I'm sorry to all of you. Well, except that one. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, it's. um, Yeah. So that's. But yeah, like, I mean, in some ways, there's like a convenience, I guess. I mean. If you're on the iTunes store and you're trying to find something, I guess there's some convenient, you, you have to organize it in some way, I guess. But the iTunes store is sort of seems like it's like the, that, that model is somewhat dated. Nowadays, it's not like if you go into Spotify, there's not really, you kind of have genre things, but they're mostly moods, it seems like these days. Like you're mostly going to look at a mood. Mm -hmm. Everything's a mood. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> So That's when we were constructing the playlist last night and we're like pulling up songs like she would pull up. Um, I don't know. It was like three doors down or something and play a song. I'm like, that's not the mood. And that, yeah. that was the word we kept using. Yeah. Like this is exactly. not the mood for your early 2000s yeah. um, rom-com. <laughs> well, the thing is people have been making playlists in that way forever. It's just like now it's it's becoming like a wide. It feels like um, more widespread. We got to thank Pandora for that. They, oh god. They blew open the doors, guys. Yeah, they opened a, a box. It's <laughs> ah, get out. <laughs> There's a, it's almost like you don't ask like, "Oh, what kind of music do you like or what do you want to hear?" Like asking what kind of music do you like is almost such a weird like dated question to ask somebody because it's like most people like a lot of things mm -hmm. now. I mean, the old kind of kind of lame-ass thing to say was, "Oh, well, I I like everything except country and rap." I haven't heard anybody say that under 40 i think yeah and ryan you have not been on a lot of dating apps oh boy <laughs> they all say i have uh, I'll, have you, I'll have you know uh but um no I, but they don't uh god that's sad i mean we could go into a whole we could have a whole other podcast about what that means <laughs> what I, also, the... I also wouldn't trust anyone who can just answer that question yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like if i was like what kind of music do you like and they can answer me in one sentence like it's not gonna work um yeah a while ago, I had this conversation with uh, a girl on a dating app, and one way that we really bonded after talking about how much we love music and kind of like these abstract terms, we, we played this game with each other where we would each give each other a mood, and they would have to make a playlist of 20 songs out of it. So the, the one she gave me that I remember was um, driving down Mulholland Drive on Friday after you get off of work and the sun is setting. Ooh, hmm. make a playlist for that um i like that game yeah i think i'm i think i'm stealing that yep that's how you know that's how you know <laughs> they can give you they can give you a playlist that matches the mood <laughs> what's the time frame for that <laughs> oh i like i was able to do that in in like 20 minutes flat on my like, drive from work down my hall and back up. <laughs> only caused three accidents that's i see it as a success typical <laughs> welcome to la everyone <laughs> If it wasn't you, it was going to be someone else. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. So with that in mind, let's play a little game. Uh, so, Pedro, I'm going to give you a mood. Oh, man. And just off the top of your head, give me like four songs that oh, you man. think can match it. I'm going to be so bad at this. Okay. All right. So the mood is uh, first day of spring. Okay. First day of spring, and it has been completely rainy for a long time but now the sun is out and it's still the stri the streets are slick and it's warm and you're just ready to go outside uh the first song that comes to mind is 
LDN by Lily Allen. Um, mm. And then there's a, I think it just, it's very literal, but Sun is Shining by Bob Marley. There's a remix of it that I really like that I can't remember who the remix is by right now. But it's probably we'll the RAC remix, let's be honest. <laughs> That's all they do. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Um, on on that note, I also think, um, what's, what's that song by RAC that I'm thinking of? Is it RAC or is it Rack? Uh, well, I've seen them a few times, and I don't know. Humble brag. Um, all all oh, I got, all I've got by RAC, mm. featuring Peter or someone. I forget. His, oh, that's why I, I forget like his it. last name. Got it. Yeah, that's I mean, total narcissist. <clears throat> Pedro's a great name. So is Peter. <laughs> um, you said four, so I need yeah. one more. Um, and you have five seconds. <laughs> Otherwise, the bottom of this chair is going to fall out and I'm going to end up somewhere else. <laughs> or else you have to be only use Deezer from now on to consume music. Um, and I kind of also think um, Gotta Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Boom. That's, that's Ryan, same question. Same question. Same season? No. Same. No, this one's different. Okay. All right. So let's see. Um the party has started to die, but someone has just gone on a booze run and has returned with all the liquor. Mm. Oh, shit. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that has happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's that, there's that lull where you think the party might be dying, then someone comes back, so you're slowly kind of easing back into it, and you're going to try. It's like waking up from a nap almost and yeah. then emerging. So I think of this song called Life of the Party. It's an early weekend song, actually. One of his best, but I don't think he's played it in ages, and it's sort of a uh, forgotten one, unfortunately. I would say that's that's a good one for that. Um, and then you kind of have to pick it up a little bit, and I think um, you need something to really blast the energy out when you get back when you get back into it. Because if you don't go into it hard, it's gonna you're gonna go straight down again, you mm -hmm. know. And so I would probably say, um, let's see, I'd probably go into uh, Ballroom Blitz. Ooh. Hell yes. Um, I'd kind of pick it up and then start summoning the crew, start summoning the squad. Mech! You know, you got to call everybody in <laughs> and, and assemble everybody. What is he? Who are the names? It's Mick uh, and like. Ready, Ooh. Steve? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a more subdued. Like, are you ready? You ready, you ready Steve? Steve? <laughs> uh huh. Steve, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I do know sure. Mick is one of them. Mick. This is Randy one Randy? <laughs> Randy? <laughs> Fun fact, these are names of all of our friends. <laughs> and then when I'm going to get, you know, you're going to get into it and you got to warn people, I just go to the Rosillos. Somebody's going to get kicked in the head tonight. <laughs> and then I would probably then uh, <laughs> go into a, uh, let's see, probably, God, it's a great question. It's a great question, Anthony. <laughs> um I'd say um, we got to end it then. Uh, if someone does get kicked on the head, or kicked in the head, I'm going to assume at that point the party's over. Which at that point you got to play closing time. <laughs> you and every bar play, in America. But I, I was play, waiting for it. But you know what, though? I would play the 8-bit version of it. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Briss, everyone. Uh, book him for it's you. like a playlist slash instructional guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys you know what's next it's funny that lull that you're talking about i feel like people use it for like to get rid of the people they don't really want anymore like the riffraff leave and the cool people stay at the party mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah um 
I've probably been both of those people in my life. <laughs> I've probably been the, someone just because they didn't know me. Or who knows, maybe I was a complete I've nightmare. I've done it, and we're roommates. But usually, yeah, I'm just waiting for you to leave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so Anthony, we got to do one for you now. I don't think you can do one for yourself. I think that would be Damn, I had against all the these, rules. That'd be, I had all of these really down. indulgent. <laughs> yeah, he's got his arm right now. It looks like, um, like one of those posters that has an entire play and text on it. Have you ever seen those before? <laughs> yeah. It's classic nerd, nerd bullshit. Yeah. It's like all of Hamlet on one poster in font size three. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how um, much my tattoo guy charged me for this <laughs> <laughs> um so let's see we got to come up with anthony so let's see i mean if you had one uh pedro you go ahead and say it but i'm i'm i don't i, I want to give him a good one i think um, i think this is like perfect for you okay so how about this so how about you are um you've just uh you've just finished a, a three mile long um lime scooter ride <laughs> in venice and you had to slam on the brakes because um uh you almost hit a kid <laughs> and you were both okay and you both kind of laughed you know and then you keep going and you're just picking up speed in that moment what are the songs that are playing Ooh. how do you score that Ooh. moment of not having to pay a family a lot or attend a child's funeral <laughs> So the one that he comes also just refuse. <laughs> <laughs> this is L.A. after all. <laughs> so the one that comes immediately to mind is also a Bob Marley uh, remix. This is this love featuring oh. landscape and and Bollier. Is that how you pronounce their I don't I, know. guys? Just straight up. I don't know how to pronounce your band names. <laughs> <laughs> There's one remix of that song by like, I think it's Mon i can't pronounce it anyway go ahead right we we listen we don't listen to artists so much as we scramble letters together and be like oh this would be really good we just throw them against a fridge and see what comes up <laughs> uh literally how everyone names their band right now um let's see then um summertime magic by um yes by childish gambino that's the next one so i've just escaped um certain death or the kid has escaped certain death and i've escaped certain imprisonment so um Johnny Nash's I Can See Clearly Now. <laughs> Every day is a gift from now on, kid. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. And uh, let's see. I'm in Venice, right? Yeah. Um, so the next one is going to be Smoke Two Joints by um, Sublime. Mm. And we're going to end strong with literally any song by uh, Iration. <laughs> Literally any song. I don't know that one. Anthony. <laughs> That's a funny. good one. Yeah, both. That's uh, funny. Yeah, I like that. All right. Well, I think that we have uh, reached closing time. I think we're just getting kicked out. Oh, yep. So it's last call, everyone. So um, time to wrap it up. Any lingering thoughts about Maggie Rogers or this delicious cocktail, or just about genreless artists? Hmm. Um, first of all, I need a refill. <laughs> i i think i'm just really excited to see where she goes from here um it's it's a strong start like super super strong and i'm looking forward to more hey you second know, that yeah if if anyone can beat the sophomore slump well well we have we have our eyes on you maggie rogers <laughs> we're watching girl yep and we're seeing <laughs> a little bit double <laughs> there's two of you it's weird <laughs> <laughs> alright guys thank you so much for tuning in to Tunes and Tumblers the only podcast that we're aware of that mixes music and alcohol the way it should be 
Tunes and Tumblers was produced by Drew Franzblau. I'm Anthony. I'm Pedro. And I'm Ryan. And don't forget to follow Atwood Magazine on all our socials. Until next time, if there is a next time. Cheers. Cheers. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.